I seen a TikTok the other day of a driver, and he's a fairly new driver as well, and uh, got a beautiful truck, so like that. And he's doing a really good job of explaining openly on TikTok as far as like the pay and stuff like that. He's doing a very good job of it, pretty accurate. They have someone commented on his TikTok about, I'm making 7000 a week, y'all aren't making chump change. I commented on there and said, I'm making that now, and I don't have no trailer fees, no trailer maintenance, no operating authority. I'm sure I'm getting a cheaper fuel and price and everything else. Yeah. And, of course, I shouldn't have commented, but I did anyway. Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry, from business advice to safety updates to success stories, also to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, this is Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family, and this is episode 148. So on today's episode, we're going to listen to one of Oakley's owner-operator's success story, and he's from the younger generation. Uh, William Burdine from Kentucky tells us about how he wanted to be an owner-operator from a young age and wanted to do something different in the trucking industry. William also talks about some of the unique products he's hauled and what they're used for. There's some great couple of interesting stories uh, with that. And uh, joining me is uh, Miles Mason. Uh, we're going to sit down with William and one of Oakley's finest and talk how he grossed $308,000 last year. So be sure and stick around and listen to this episode. It is sponsored by Aero Truck Sales. Aero Truck Sales has been in business for over 60 years and a longtime partner of Oakley Trucking and the Oakley Podcast. Trey Visor and Keith Wilson do a great job at putting you in the right truck to fit your needs and our needs here at Oakley. They carry all makes and models to choose from with on-site financing through transport funding. So whether you are a seasoned owner-operator or a first-time buyer, be sure to contact Keith Wilson at Aero Truck Sales at 573 216 6047 and tell him you heard it on the Oakley podcast. What's up, driver? What's going on? I guess. <laughs> but uh, my truck seems to run a little better off of pilot fuel. I can usually get. And you know, you would think the same trucks go in there. I mean, delivering fuel, it ain't like they. I'm I guessing just a blend, maybe. Because I can get about a half a mile a gallon better out of pilot. That's weird. And that counts because I can go from 200 miles. I only take a fuel in my truck if I have to get fuel. And that matters half a, you know, half a mile. I get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It really counts up. The fuel mileage is, I think a lot of people do not realize how much money that is from six mile a gallon to eight mile a gallon. Yeah, it matters. I wish my truck could get 10. My, yeah. I had my tandem. Of course, I had my other truck then. And uh, I was getting seven, seven and a half out of that red truck with that tandem. No kidding. Yeah. And that was me going 70 mile an hour, you know. What well. kind of truck you got now? A 2018 Kimmer T880. Okay. I bought it December of last year. I leased on with a 2016 Kimmer T680. And it was an automatic and it had lower gear, like the gears were more for fuel module, more for pulling. You know, we're always 80,000 pounds. So you get them hills over. I live in Kentucky, West Virginia, of Virginia, them hills. I was feel like I was going to push it up the hill sometimes because <laughs> it wasn't made for that, you know. Uh, this one here does a lot better as far as. So you kind of knew. You, you just got your truck to get in and get 
or you had that truck before you came yeah. over here? Because I was there when I was pulling the drive in, I was pulling the dry box, and I was still getting good fuel mileage. And we was only like 30,000 pounds, 25. So really, it done decent. I mean, it wasn't you know, pulling champ up the hill, but it done decent, you know. And I came over here, and it's just, yeah. even, it's, I, I could haul 47, 48 with the other truck in tandem. So that's a lot of weight to haul. You were lightweight, yeah. That's a toll on it. Yeah, so I didn't like it. What were you doing prior to coming to Oakley? You'd said something down there. You yeah, the, the, you worked at DirecTV, and well, then you went. Yeah, I went and got my CDL, and then I went, and there's a place by the house. that like, where I put my truck at now? He owns his own brokerage business. So he you know brokers that load, stuff like that. Well, I pulled for him drive-ins, high street forklifts out of by the house. They'd make them over there, and I would take them up to wherever. And then I had t I had a shoot app. Came here, what's it called now? Truck stop in the DAT. And you would go up there and you'd, I'd find my loads back to, you know, back to where I was to pick up the forklifts again and go back up. Okay. I'd done that. And like I said, it's, Seba had it and then Ryder bought it out. And it just, they dropped the rates by almost a dollar. Wasn't worth doing after no, that. No, because even the back, because at the time back calls were, you was doing this enough to cover your fuel again back and that was it. Yeah. So. You were driving the truck for DirecTV. No, that was, uh, that was, uh, well, I was at the time, but then I quit there and then bought my own truck. Because my gotcha. grandpa passed away and uh, we got, I, I got some inheritance money, you know. So I put that as a pre hefty down payment on that red truck and started my trucking business. Good for you. Grandpa, good to you. Wasn't he? <laughs> he was. I'm alive. Yeah. That's Still awesome. Still is now. So what did oh. he do? I f oh, he living. was a. Is he still alive? No. Okay, that's what we can say. Yeah. Inheritance. Yeah. I thought you. Yeah. Thought you. Yeah. No. He, he acted like he might still be alive. He uh, he was a maintenance at Oakenite Cable Company in Richmond for sixteen years. Then he, re he retired. And uh, oh yeah, we, we had a pretty big farm when I was growing up. So I say big as hundred and some acres, but pretty good size. Yeah. Big enough. And your yeah. dad was. He was a truck driver as well. Yeah. So but he passed away right right out of high school, and then uh, my grandma passed away, and then my grandpa passed away last. Oh, so all of them are gone. The only person I got left is my mom and my sister and okay. my aunt. That's good. They all over there. And and you're my, from where? Houstonville, Kentucky. Houstonville, Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. I've been there. I lived on their side of the county, and I got married to my wife, and then we moved all the way to their side of the county, yeah. <laughs> to her side of the family. So. so all around that area, though, so you got family around pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Her family lives, like, I could throw a rock and hit the back of her grandpa's farm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So married? How long have you been married? Been Ten years and married for or together for twelve. We was high school sweethearts, you could say. Awesome. Yeah. Kids? Four. <laughs> you got to work, go. don't you? Yeah, how sure how old are you, kids? Uh, ten, nine, six, and four or three. I'm sorry, three. Oh wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Mama is. She likes it when you come home, doesn't she? Yeah. She's probably wore out. She's busy. She's a busy woman. Of course, my oldest really helps out a lot too. Which yeah. all my kids really they. I really I know you know my kids really. So as far as they can take care of themselves and stuff like they're pretty good kids. It makes it nice. I get a little bit older. What do y'all do in your spare time? I, I, that's what we summon in there. Nothing really. <laughs> unfortunately, I get home and I'm kind of just, you know, sit down and relax and I play video games. Unfortunately, when I'm at home, some too, and stuff like that. But during the summer, we like, like to do like a four-wheeler riding, stuff like that. Okay. But usually that's just me and my wife because we can't fit. All the kids. Yeah, all the kids. I'm too cheap to buy a side-by-side -side or something, so yeah. I couldn't see playing that much for some reason you just want to use on the weekends. I can't either. 
Yeah. I can't. Those things have gotten ridiculously fast. Yeah, they are. I bought my. I got a twenty. I think it's a twenty-one Honda Foreman. I bought it, kind of around COVID, like a little bit after COVID. It was like seven thousand, seventy-five hundred dollars, and now they're like eight eighty-five for the same thing. They yeah. said they can't get them still. Crazy, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So. People just buying them. Yeah, buying I, it up. I couldn't see buying a. I can see buying, paying them for a Razor like twenty, thirty thousand. Like the Honda Talons are like twenty six thousand for a four seater Honda Talon. Can't even drive it on the road. Maybe half of it is the just the status, being able to buy I, one. I guess, but yeah, I think you you have to have a pretty hefty truck to to pull that. Plus a sixteen foot trailer at oh, least yeah. to pull that. Yeah, sixteen foot trailer. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just saying, about eighteen thousand, maybe more. I don't know. And then yeah. a, a big old half or a big old ton truck. <laughs> yeah. Insane, isn't it? It is. People's got money, more money than they got problems, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they act like they got money. They're probably all broke. So you were doing some of this stuff before you found Oakley. What? How did you find Oakley, and what made you What made you want to come to Oakley? Well, I want to do something different, really, because you know, anybody can haul a dry box. I want something that's a little different, a little I used to say cooler, I guess, because you see, you know, you see end up, you see a big Peter bus going on the road, big W9s all lit up and stuff, you know, and I wanted to be like that, <laughs> I guess you could say. So, of course, but that was, I just wanted to do something different, something different. And well, this uh, is different. It's very different. This is nothing like I've ever, you know, done before. Really. You said you ran into one of our owner operators somewhere or you heard us on the radio. I first heard you on the radio and I kind of uh, looked at the YouTube videos that the older ones that you guys had. I can't remember who I was on there, but it was the older one. Yeah, because you've been here three years. Yes, sir. Okay. Three years. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they got me interested because, you know, on the, some of the videos, they show doing it and stuff like that and talking about it. Didn't you say you bumped into Andy Zimmerman? Yes, sir. Andy Zimmerman up there. And the loves of the, uh, right before right, I right, to uh, Detroit, Michigan, got up there. Just saw him sitting there and went yeah, and talked to him? Yeah, I, part, uh, I think I came around part this team or a couple of rows down from him. And... Uh, so we spent about an hour and a half talking about Oakley, and he showed me how to do the trailer and he kind of gave me the runaround and stuff of it. And he put my information in on the website, and I can't remember if it was the next day or the day after Dustin called me, and that was it. Started talking to you, recruiting you. Yeah. It was yeah. love at first sight. It was, <laughs> yeah. If I remember right, it was winter. It was like... I can't remember the exact time, but I think it was like November is when he put all that stuff in. And I couldn't come back to it later. Initially, it was April, and then they had some cancellations. Dust come. He said, hey, do you want to come early? I said, sure do. <laughs> so awesome. I was here the first week of December of 2019 so, when I started. Well, tell us about, you know, working. You know, you, you went from a, a dry van, I guess, type yep, yes, sir. job to coming to this. You wanted something different. Well, you got something different, I didn't did, you? yeah. Well, what's so different about it? You know, the, compared to that, mostly just the product you haul, really, and uh, you know you haul anything from aluminum chips to rock to aluminum cones, alloys, you name it. We haul it in here. It's just a lot different than backing up to a dock and you never know what you're getting. And this is, I mean, this you're you're interactive with it. You know, you're kind of seeing what you're hauling and you may have to move it around. And, you know, interesting to see what it goes into too. Exactly. I like. I never realized like. Like I know raw materials, you know, I didn't like some of the stuff that I've taken these places. I never would imagine that went into the process of, you know, like steel, you know, like the alloys you take, depends on what you're, it can make the steel of it, how thick the steel and stuff is. I'm like, I never would imagine them little rocks could make that steel either, yeah. you know, how thick it is. 
Did you watch the uh, the Alltech episode that we did? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Thought yeah. that was yeah. super interesting. It was. Yeah. yeah, that was good. You know, I saw him at uh, Tacos for Life last week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was <laughs> him and he had the rest of his crew there. Yeah. And the guy, as soon as I went up to the table and I forgot his name actually, but I said hi to him. And he said, man, how you uh, good? Uh, or hi, how you doing? I said, good. And, and then this other guy stood up and said, hey, I know you. You're on the radio. You're on the, <laughs> all right. you're on the YouTube yeah, podcast. He, he you introduced me to a bunch of the yeah. crew there, too, and they're all super nice people. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It was like seeing where all of those loads go to. Yeah. You know, that scrap, the whole process of, you yep. know. Well, to know you're a piece of that. Right, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we take pride in it too. I mean, I did a load here. It's been a couple months ago. Uh, it was probably, I guess, been about a month ago. We picked up out of a landfill in Ash. I went landfill up there. I said, What are we doing? And we took it to another landfill in Alabama. I'm like, What are y'all doing with it? I went up there and, you know, get to the customer and deliver it. And he said that Ash, it's got fine metals in it. And he said that they're from Denmark, I believe is what he said they were from. And he said that they got three different places in the States and they might build one in Michigan. So they want some test product from Michigan brought down to Alabama. So like I said, they want to build a place up there. But he had a, a pipe maybe about five foot tall and maybe 10 foot wide. That's about, about $300,000 sitting right there. And it was like in metals that they had gotten out of that ash. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. And I, over to the side, I had a big dumpsters sitting there to the side for that product that he's taking to a recycling center. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who would who would think? I never would imagine. They put it through this big old, kind of like how Alltech does with their scrap, and they get to the, the trash. All those big machines. The, yeah. Yeah, that's what they did with it, and they had three bandies sitting in it. Bandit it was like a conveyor type yeah. deal that they. Uh, it's like they put it in there, and it had the thing that kind of turns around. Okay. And it goes down through the machine, and it drops it into different bins depending on the size of the product, he said. I got it. Getting smaller and smaller right. and then the ash came at the end off of a conveyor kind of like what you was talking about and they put loaded the ash back onto us and we took it back up to the landfill in michigan and dumped it back in the landfill <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah it, it really is. was it is crazy. have you ever had a load freeze on you yeah it was my first year here like came here it was like march or something like that it may oh well, i guess it may have been february so we well it may have been march we was in georgia picking up talking about georgia took it to set to scott city missouri i believe it was little rock it was like 80 degrees down there get halfway across through there and it was zero and snowing oh my gosh yeah we got there i got in this morning to unload and it and they was a bunch of trucks there was frozen up so how do you even how do you deal with a situation like that where you're it's yeah. all frozen solid yeah well i got lucky some of it came out oh. they're like on the walls it had mm -hmm. really and you just gotta get a shovel and a go at it you know <laughs> Oakley's workout program. I could use it too. <laughs> I remember when I was talking to Jimmy a couple weeks ago, he was talking about he had a, when he was, I think he was going up to Manitoba. We were talking mm -hmm. about Manitoba earlier. He had a load freeze on him and he was just in the back just shoveling it. And then he saw a, a shovel get thrown over the side into it, into his uh, end dump. And another Oakley owner operator was just hopped in, <laughs> didn't even know him and just started helping him. Yeah. Shovel it. That's good. That is. Yeah. We were talking about that. You made some good friends over three years you've been here. I have, yeah. I got more friends from Oakley than I do anywhere else. <laughs> really? really? Yeah. And you well, still keep up with some of the guys that you went through orientation with, right? Yeah, I got one guy here that, if I remember, there's only three left that I can remember that's still here. 
But uh, I should take up take up with the guy that went to come to end up. Talk to the guy. Community. You can edit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever talk to Andy anymore? Yeah. The guy that recruited you? Yeah. I seen he had a great picture on Facebook. I believe it was last week. Yeah. He got, you see, he was there at a customer and they got talking about drones. And uh, Andy said, well, I got a drone in the truck here. And he went, got it out and he got some, he got some cool pictures on Facebook. No kidding. Yeah. He, really cool. Really cool. I think they were in Tazewell. Ta- Ta- uh, Ta- Tazewell, Virginia. Tazewell. Yeah. yeah. I think he's on, isn't Andy on the calendar? I believe he was, yes, yeah, sir. I think he made a calendar this year. Calendar man. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. When I first started, he's the only one I talked to. He probably got sick and tired of me, probably. Because <laughs> I was calling to ask for help, man. You know, I didn't know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So really well, that's good that you've got those contacts here because they can help you get in and out of places, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. You know, you can call some of these guys who've been around and they know how to get in and out or what time to go or what more probably better of what not to do. Right. Yeah. I've had some of the places. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I have some places you go to that the address is here, but you, they want you to come in on the back street to come in or something like that. And, you know, and it's good to know, talk to people to get that kind of information, what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. We see trucks here a lot of times, not necessarily our trucks. Some of our trucks sometimes come right, right through the par- front parking lot of this office right and go down yeah. go down the side we you know they're talking turned about around were you gribble street yeah don't come down gribble street if you're in a tractor trailer coming to oakley don't come down gribble street you know that's what it says come down lincoln avenue i usually i usually put in a hundred oakley drive and it brings you right to the front door right there oh does it yeah that's what okay. i do yeah of course i've got it memorized by now but yeah right, <laughs> right. right. so i put it mostly just for a time when i'm going to get there and stuff you know so how was last year? You know, you've been here three years, yeah. and I done very, I done really good last year. Even my time off with the issues with my truck at the beginning of the year, after the beginning of the year, I got my truck all done up and fixed. I done really well. I grossed. Uh, I think it was three oh eight last year. I oh, grossed. Wow, nice. Yeah. That's single owner operator, and yeah. how often you go home? I usually, I think last year I stayed out more than I usually do, but my usually every week usually. Okay, so. And you had mentioned that you're thinking of switching to new, to pneumatics. I had thought about that, but I like the option of. Um, I think it would be a lot cooler. I mean, I say cooler, but something different, you know. But uh, I think I like the option of being able to go home if I need to go home, like every weekend. You got four kids. I know. Oh, uh, you need to be home. That's what I've had some drivers <laughs> tell me. You need to go home and see them while they can, and later on maybe switch or something. So, I know a lot of guys talk about they like the science, the the challenge and the science of. Running the pneumatics. Right. It's just yeah. like a different problem every time. Right. Yeah. Right. I haven't caught up with Jimmy Evans on his YouTube channel, but he made that change and I'm sure he's talked about a mm-hmm. bunch of that. Probably need to go see. I talked to him a couple of weeks ago. He says he loves it. Does he? Yeah. But I think Jimmy loves anything. He yeah. loves, he's good. He's, he's a, a great guy. Different animal, man. Yeah. He is a, a character. Yeah. I've watched some of his videos and Tanner's as well. And there's yeah. a couple of guys doing TikToks now I say that's doing a really good job of uh Explain Oakley and stuff like that. So that's what we're, I mean, that's a great tool. It is. You know, to get your name out there for sure. Yeah. I guess it also can get a bad one if we don't. Well, don't get in the ditch. <laughs> we don't watch it. Yeah. Don't get <laughs> in the ditch. Stay out of the ditch. Yeah. I have to tell Miles to stay out of the ditch all the time. Right. I you, do you ever get in the ditch? No, not yet. No. I've been here for, I've been here for a very long time and never had no wrecks or. <laughs> He's talking <laughs> about two different things, though. Yeah. We talk about, when we talk about getting in the ditch, we're talking about down to somebody's level that oh. wants to argue. Oh, no. You know, I got what you mean. Okay. Putting some comments out there and, you know, that are not. Arguing with people on the internet. Yeah, yeah. 
And I, Miles wants to. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm with Miles. I agree. Well, I don't want we, to. we just don't respond. I just want to get down in there. And... Gets in the ditch. I was like, no, we got to stay out of the ditch, yeah. Miles. I seen a TikTok the other day of a driver. And he's a fairly new driver as well. And uh, he Brian was, Lang? It yeah. was, yeah. And uh, got a beautiful truck. So like that. And he's doing a really good job of explaining Oakley on TikTok as far as like the pay and stuff like that. He's doing a very good job of it. Pretty accurate. They have someone commented on his TikTok about, I'm making 7000 a week. Y'all are making chump change. I commented on there and said, I'm making that now, and I don't have no trailer fees, no trailer maintenance, no operating authority. I'm sure I'm getting a cheaper fuel and price and everything else. Yeah. And, of course, I shouldn't have commented, but I did anyway. Yeah. Get out of the ditch. <laughs> he never commented <laughs> back. So, you know, he just didn't want to. So I'm just trying to get you stirred up. Yeah. yeah. That's know. what my wife tells me. to get me stirred up. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah stay out of it. Stay yeah. out of it. Internet. Been here three years. You've yes, had sir. some ups and downs, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like any other, any other job. You're gonna have some problems, ups yeah. and downs. What's well, some of the worst problems you've had over? Just as far as my truck issues, really. Uh, you know, I bought that truck in a month. I into it. They had some issues with it, but exhaust leak, something like that. As far as the fence, before I bought it, they didn't fix it. Hmm. So anyway, finally got all the stuff done. Drove it for a month because I needed to make some money. I'd been off for a month. You know, with the sale of my other truck in the wet kit off and that type of stuff, you know, and bought this one. I had drove a month with it like that. Well, then I went to the shop, had it fixed, had it took care of, and then it had been chirping some, like, you know, hearing chattering, chattering going on. And I took it to the dealership and they said, your cam is scarred. And out of the type of motor I've got, they got to take the motor completely out and pull the cam out from the back of it in order to replace that cam. How long did that take? I was down for over a month with it. I was down for. A week from you get it in, a week from to take the motor out, and then they got the wrong cam sent to them because that was during kind of still kind of during the part issue that they've got still got going on pretty much, and so they wrong cam, so they take it all back apart, take the cam back out, and they overdyed another one, and it was the right one, and finally two weeks later they finally got it figured out and stuff like that. So, so other than truck problems, yeah, as far as that's it. What's the worst thing, worst thing at this job? job you do what's the what's the worst thing the worst thing i mean there's nothing really terrible about this job i mean there's some stuff that you know that oh, i don't like scrap yards because nobody does you know so right. like that yeah but that's a load it's obvious it's, yeah. yeah but as far as oakley i like oakley pretty well so how's your relationship with your dispatcher manuel not good not good <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> now i made him get along re really well we, we've only had a few miscues but uh that was just you know that was been it. We've been pretty good together. What do you think the secret to a, to you know, having a good relationship with your dispatcher is? I have to say communication. You gotta communicate. You know, if you're gonna be late, you gotta let somebody know. We got the issues going on at home. I don't, if you don't want to reveal what it is, kindly, you know, tell them I got stuff going on at the home. You know. Yeah. But it's communication. I'm saying, be honest too. Don't, you know, don't lie and say something's going on and yeah. it's not. You know. Yeah. That goes without saying. I mean, that's. Yeah. Honest and communication. Has been has been well been your dispatcher since you leased on to Oakley? Yes, sir. Yes. Three years strong. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get him to come up here with you. I tried <laughs> to get him to. He said he wasn't going to. No, he about passed out the last time we got him up here. Yeah. He, he's expecting to tell you so. He's got that pressure, too. He may have passed out this time. Yeah. <laughs> so. That wouldn't uh, have been good. No. Uh, Man, let's talk about your dad, because you, you told me earlier that your dad uh, was a truck driver. That's correct. Well, right? Yeah. Yep. And so what kind of, do you know, like, how he got started and why he wanted 
to uh, drive, kind of what your experience being a kid. Well, kind of around, around where I live, there's not really much to do. Yeah. A factory or a fast food, that's going to be about it. So, you know, he drove just to make more money pretty much, you know. And he done it for a long time. And in there, a couple of years for his passing, he went local and was hauling for feral gas, hauling propane to around the houses and stuff. So, And that's what kind of primed you to have a desire to. Well, I, you know, it's crazy. I, I was in, I came here as like third or fourth grade. You know, they go through school and like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mine was always a truck driver for some reason, I guess, because of him being one and stuff like that. And uh, I was telling Miles earlier downstairs that uh, my wife has been, you know, we could get her through high school stuff. So she got pregnant right out of high school. So I always wanted to be, cause there at the end, I was taking tech classes in high school to be a mechanic. I was pretty good too, like wiring, stuff like that. Yeah. I was very, I was pretty good at it. So I wanted to go to school to, to do that, pursue that. And uh, well, it happened. <laughs> Had to go get a factory job and stuff. You know, couldn't do school or do it all. So we're talking about how expensive diapers are. Yeah, I told him. I said after ten years, I finally get to stop buying diapers. My youngest son is just got out of them. So hallelujah. That's right. There's light at the end. <laughs> right. How many kids do you have, Jeremy? I got two. Two boys. They're still in diapers. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, one of the podcasts is he. One of your sons moved to New York. Was that right? New York yeah. City. Is mm -hmm. he still living up there? Yeah, still there. See, he, he loves it. Really. Loves it. Yep. That's a fast pace. It there. is. It is. I was so glad that he, uh, the other night he FaceTimed us and said he's coming home to see us in April, like April the 20th. So I was relieved because I wasn't wanting to go back to New York City. Yeah, I, I was wanting you. to see him because we hadn't seen him since Christmas. It's getting kind of, we need to see him, but glad to hear he's coming. Yeah, definitely. Coming to see us. What would you, you're pretty young. How old are you? I'm 30. 30 years old. Yes, sir. And you've been driving about seven years, about seven years. Yep. Can you, t I mean, what would you tell somebody, young people, maybe coming out of high school, you know, because I guess high school, there's not a lot of, you don't get introduced to trucking, right? Yeah. you know, a whole lot in high school. And then you've got that time from the time you graduate 18 till, you know, you can actually run across a state line right now until you're like 21. Know eighteen to twenty one, you have to do that in state stuff. But what would you tell a young person, maybe coming out of high school, how what it's like to become a truck driver and how good it is, or how you go about doing it? Maybe the best way, some of the challenges you had, right? You know, I mean, because it's obviously, I mean, you grossed three hundred eight thousand dollars last year, right? Yeah. I mean, you could make a good living driving a truck. You definitely can. You just can't be a I mean, these big mega carriers, you know. I've heard some of them people are making fairly good money, stuff like that. But that was probably the easiest route to go, you know. It would be to get your experience, to get your, you know, your license. As majority bigger companies, they'll kind of give you, you know, put you through the schooling and stuff like that. But I would say as soon as you got your experience to get out of that and start doing something better, you know. Because, like, most of the good companies, I say good, most of the better companies, they want you to have two years of experience at least. Yeah. So... I would say just buy your time and do the experience and pay your dues. Pay your dues. Get your yeah. feet wet with the mega carriers and then move on to. Yeah, that's what better. I. That's what I did. I went to CR England, unfortunately, and got my license out. And that's where I got my license at. Okay. And I, I wasn't making four hundred dollars a week, and I was sending most of that home to my wife to pay for the bills and, and diapers. <laughs> so, you know, so I was eating maybe ramen noodles and them little noodles in a box, or using points at the time. Yeah. To. To making survive, it work. making it work, yeah. So, but you could see that that 
it's going to get better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the more longer you're in it, the different it gets better. As long as you want to better yourself. Like, you know, don't stay somewhere just because you think you have to. There's always something better out there, I guess yeah. you could say. Well, and I just think I'm thinking of young kids coming out of high school, you know, what, how could they get into trucking, you know? And what made you get into it? Obviously, your dad was into it. So, you right. third grade, you told the whole class you wanted to be a truck driver when right. you grow up. And that's probably a lot of it. But, you know, a lot of these kids coming out of high school are not introduced to trucking. Right. Yeah. And, you know, they got to, they, they need to understand that there are those options out there. And truck driving is a good occupation it, to have. It is, yeah. Man. It keeps America moving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely does. And the earlier they can get introduced, the better it is, I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, 30 years old. Right. Yeah. As far as I'm trying to think. Yeah. I know a lot of them just go to CDL school yeah. there in a little town or something, get their CDL, and then try to get on with somebody. Right. And you local. Know, to train them, or I guess they can go through like you did with a CR England or somebody like that. And then you probably, they probably pay for it and you got to stay there for so, so long. long right, Is that yeah. how that works? Yeah. You would stay there. It was a year or he was in the military. You do it for nine months. Okay. So you so, had to stay with them a year. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you was nervous when they turned you loose with that CDL and said, here, take this, I was, drive my, this truck to wherever, Chicago. Well, my first, I've licensed Gary, Indiana. That's where their place was at. So we, my, I got my trainer finally. We went to Chicago, picked up, and went to New York City. Oh, my gosh. Uh, went to Queens, and I think we went to the Bronx. So we went to a little— Sink or swim. Yeah, to a little bitty meat place there. In how the, many cars did you hit? I didn't hit none, <laughs> thankfully. But I don't know how you didn't. Well, there's one place we went to. I didn't turn, as I was still like my first like couple of weeks. So I went, turned, like, pulled up, and was going to take a ride into the thing. I'm like, no, you can't do that. you got to swing out wide. <laughs> as i forgot to do that so it was kind of, it was rough the first little bit you a little know, stressful yeah yeah it, it is at first do you have a good trainer yeah yeah he was all right <laughs> he was all right are you sure yeah <laughs> yeah you pretty much self-trained did you well he was on with me for like he was like he's supposed to be with you for three months and he's with me for like and a half and he quit and went and started hauling he was from california Started hauling JB Modal, JB Hunt Air Modal, mm. and did that. So, who trained you when you came to Oakley? You remember? William Riley. I'm not sure we're still here or not. I haven't talked to him. And Dan long. Riley had that white Freightliner. William Dan Riley, oh, that, or, or was it his son? It made me say it was a green Freightliner. He was from that San Antonio area. I think so. Yeah. So that's the younger Dan Riley. We hadn't. William Dan Riley, he's passed away now. Oh, really? Yeah, he worked here for a long time, but I think it's his son or his nephew came, and he had the same name. Okay. But I don't think it was his son, but he's still here, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I know I talked to him. He'd been here for like 15 years or something like that. He had oh, the, well, then that's oh. the, that was the older guy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah he, had, he had to watch, and he showed me to watch this. We was running the, the barge between Catusa and the, it was Kremlin at the time, running it back and forth. This is my training. And. We stopped on that there in Catusa, and we was there just talking, you know. He said, this is my watch I had, I've gotten and his jacket and stuff like that. That was the old man. With, one of those Oakley no watches? Man, yeah. That was William Dan Riley, great guy. He passed away. There. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. I want to say last year. Yeah. Oh, wow. We went, we went to the funeral. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah he, he trained me. He was a great trainer. I stayed with him. It was two weeks, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. 
He was a really great guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So who was your, the person that you immediately called if you had an issue? Well, there for at the beginning, it was Andy there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Until I got stuff figured out on my own. I didn't like bugging, but I kind of figured it. I mean, most of our stuff is common sense, you know, but, you know, I was trying to learn the product and stuff like that, how the best way to load it, like roofing range, you know, on the middle and stuff like that. So it just depend on placement of the product and stuff. Kind of what my questions was. Yeah. And I guess that's a learning. I mean, you got to learn that on the go because different right. products you put in different parts of the trailer, whether it's going to fill the trailer up or it's just not even going to cover the floor of the trailer, right? Right, right, yeah. It's like salt and you know, stuff like that will kind of stick. You don't want it in the nose because if it gets in there and sticks, it may come out at the bottom, but you get around that nose or in that doghouse, it'll stick and it could lead to disaster, unfortunately. So, yeah. Stuff like that, it's kind of stuck. I can push it a little bit further to the back so it's not sticking on that nose. You got to have some common sense working here, don't you? You sure do, yeah. I mean, you got to know what's going on. It's just not a get in there and drive from point A to point B. No, this is different ball games. You may look at, you may go dump somewhere and it may look level. You get a trailer going up in the air and, you know, especially on ground like at farms and stuff, it may keep away a little bit. And you may start, you got to got to pay attention. Yeah. Use common sense. Yeah. So, look, I've been here for three years and I haven't had none tip over. I had something a little close. But I've never had none, you know, take the, you know, to, I forgot, <laughs> you know, take the fall yet. So. I've yeah. seen some crazy videos of trailers falling over. Yeah. It's like, that's a nightmare. I see them. Like, you saw one. Yeah, you I and Tori were talking about one. And yeah. On a, on the community page on Facebook yesterday. What was it? One. it wasn't our guy, over. though. No, you're talking about, though, somebody was still in the air driving. Oh, yeah. They were going down oh, the road. Yeah. yeah. And they had. Their trailer up in the air and they hit an overpass. Oh my God. And just you, threw dirt all over the, or whatever he was hauling. How do you not see that in your mirror? You know, that's what I don't get. <laughs> I don't know. Just to clarify, that was not an Oakley. Guy. No, I've seen that video <laughs> no. too. It was a meme. It was a meme that okay. somebody posted. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> well, good. I just, uh, if y'all don't, y'all got anything else to add? Do you use your CB radio? What's a CB radio? <laughs> no, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, and I wave Oakley drivers too, so they're putting that out there. I was gonna ask because like, some people say they're like, "Oh, Oakley drivers don't wave at me anymore." I, going down the road, nobody waves at anybody anymore. Well, that's true. Yeah. I don't. I sometimes I wave at somebody on my way back. And I'm like, "Forget you! I ain't gonna wave at no more Oakleys for the rest of the day." And then next time I see Oakley, he's waving real big at me, and I'm like, "Well, I yeah. feel like a." Like a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta wave at each other. Yeah, you gotta be friendly. I know some people don't like it, but. The team out here, so yeah, I know. At one point, I believe I, man, once I was one of the, one of the youngest owner operators here. I'm not sure that still holds true or not, but you're close. I know of a couple of other younger drivers that's pretty close to me. But I believe I'm still a little younger than them. There was a guy a couple months ago. Yeah, we've got some in their twenties. Yeah, yeah, that are young, and that's that's always good. You know, I would say fascinating for me to hear, but that young guys are. You know, that's why I asked you that earlier. I don't think young people know the opportunity they have right. in the trucking world. It's a definitely a wide-open opportunity. This, the problem I feel now with people is, like, they don't want to leave and go out and leave their family, stuff like that, you know. I think that's the biggest hardship of trying to find drivers is they don't want to leave, you know, yeah. leave out, you know, from their family for a whole week, two weeks. Depends on, you know, where you live at. I believe that's the biggest downfall. I guess. People don't want to do it. They ain't got four kids. If they yeah. had four kids, they'd want to leave for they a week. Would. That's <laughs> true, yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I've been fortunate, so. Yeah, good. If you have a want for adventure. Definitely. Yes. Come on, drive a truck. 
Yeah, I go to Canada too, as well. So with the end up, yeah. so it's definitely definitely see some country out there. How many trips you made up there? I made five or six this year already. Oh, nice. Yeah. So were you up there with with Jason Dobler? When they were running up in Canada. What was they running? I don't even remember. I try not to. I'm not sure. I, I've been hauling alloys from Marietta up to Hamilton, Ontario, so I've been doing a lot of. Okay. And then I hauled scrap out of Ontario, coming back down to Wabash, stuff like that. I've done that a couple times. So yeah, They're keeping you busy. Thanks for listening to the Oakley Podcast. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in and commenting and subscribing to our YouTube channel and and talking it up to everybody else out there. We, you know, we love it when you spread the word about Oakley. If you've got questions or comments, man, send them to me. Uh, go to go to our website. Go to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can call me here at the office at Oakley Trucking. I'd be glad to visit with you about. Matter of fact, I've got a couple of guys that uh, they always call me and, and tell me about the episode, good and bad, and I enjoy that. So uh, y'all reach out to me and do that too. Also, check out our previous episodes. There's, uh, you know, we've been doing this now for, uh, man, three years, I guess, and there's a lot of good episodes in the past that we have uh, we have put out. You need to check those out. And also, we've got some good ones coming up in the future. Uh, A lot of stuff from the truck show coming up. Be sure and uh, check us out next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.